I'm giving you a virtual closing training right here on my podcast free. Let's go. And this is the Loop Guys Show, helping entrepreneurs close bigger, faster, and more easily by building digital relationships on scale while growing the customer universe. What's popping, Luke here? You're going to absolutely enjoy the show. Let's dive in right now. Guys, Luke here to Luke Guy Show, and I'm pretty excited for this episode um, because I am. This will probably be the most valuable episode I have recorded on the Luke Guy Show, and I've done over a hundred, working on two hundred episodes. And after much study and reading, today I'm going to give you some of my best stuff today to help you gain freedom, quit your job. I mean, this is for those who hate their job and they know that they can do more, right? Maybe you love the people you work with, like the customer, but you hate the politics. Or maybe the thing that you hate is the fact that you can do so much more than what you're doing right now and that you've got the inflation train coming down the tracks and it's affecting you. And you're like, why am I having to go through this? Because you know inside of you, you have so much to offer the world and you can make impact. And maybe you're thinking, why do I have to go through this in my life? Um, So I have several pages of notes here. I'm doing a walk and talk as we speak. And one thing that people know about me is right now, just kind of for you to visualize I have pieces of paper in one hand and I'm walking outside of my yard because um, I believe the more steps I take in a day, the better I feel, Uh, the the body fat is lowered, all that great stuff. So I am doing two things at one time with notes in one hand and my phone in the other, getting ready to release to you the VC training right here. And also virtual closing is also known as Zoom automation and SMS automation. And I'll just explain to you what that is. So Zoom automation, the word, the reason we've added automation to, to that is because that you can jump on 10-minute Zoom calls without having to sell a thing to anyone. And the automation part is the leads are created for you automatically. The teams are built for you automatically. The marketing is done for you automatically. The product is created automatically for you. Like all that's in play. And here's the thing. It already exists right now. There are successful brands right now who have this already down. We're working with them. And what we'll do is we'll plug you. I'm like Tinder, if you will, the dating profile for business, if you will. I'm matching up people who would be a great fit, but not for dating, if you will. For the business people, for the ones who want freedom more than anything else. Inside of them... They have something amazing inside of them and they're in the wrong environment. It's kind of like you're a Michael Jordan and you're still walking, okay, to where you want to go. And you're frustrated because you have that part of you. Like you are, you know you have so much to offer, but you're still walking and you see people in cars all the time and you're Michael Jordan. You're going, why am I walking still? 
and I want to put you in a really nice car, a really nice vehicle to get you to where you want to go faster because the difference between the person at 25 and 75 for the first million so, and I'll explain what I mean by this. I use this analogy. Most people make thirty, at least thirty thousand um, dollars in this country. We call it Great America. Most people make thirty thousand dollars at minimum. Some make more. And if you do the math on that in forty years, that's over a million dollars, close to one point two and above. And most people make more than that. But I'm just putting it at thirty thousand dollars. But there are te- there are people, not teenagers, but at twenty five years old, there are kids at twenty five years old who've smashed a million dollars. What is the difference when a guy at 25 and 75, the guy at 25 just simply did it faster? And you go, duh, Luke, that's true. He did it faster, but what does that mean? But there's a lesson baked inside of that. How did he do it faster? He talked to the guy at 75 on what not to do. And the guy at 75, he's at the end of his life. He can't play this game again. But the kid at 20, which is rare, was asking questions that most kids aren't asking, and he learned from those at 75 who've done it, and more than likely, he talked to people who did it way bigger than the man who did 1 million. Maybe the guy did 50 million, and he talked to a guy who was at 70 when he was at 20, and he gathered that info, and listen, at 20, most people aren't listening, they're telling. And by the time they're 70, they're listening, but it's too late. So one thing I'm finding is people who are willing to learn, have a hunger to learn, they're humble, they don't know it all. Those are the people who zoom up very quickly. They're humble people. They are gentle giants on the inside, no matter what their height is. So let's go into the training. I'm excited on this. So broke this up into sections. So the first title is Understanding Why 80% Fell at Freedom, Quitting Their Job That They Hate. I mean, absolutely hate it. Um, what, what, why is that? Why do people fail at freedom? So most want freedom to travel, give, live, and grow, and business is the solution. It is the vehicle, but it is hard to do. Why is it hard to do? Because marketing is the reason that 60 to 80% fell at freedom, and my, my vehicle of recommendation is virtual closing. And even though we call it virtual closing, you don't have to sell to do virtual closing. You can literally be sending DMs, or you can be sending messages, or you could be jumping on Zoom calls. Or you could be making phone calls to people who are already interested. When I say this, the world don't understand how exciting that is. Unless you're in sales and you're cold calling and you're door knocking and you're customer support and you're getting cussed at every single day and you don't make a dollar unless someone makes a move, this doesn't, this doesn't feel as powerful to, to a lot of people listening right now. Unless you're in business and you understand how hard it is to turn a dollar into profit. And unless you've been through business and you understand the pain of payroll and you understand the pain of turning a profit and marketing and product creation and getting crushed by competition, unless you've been through that pain, most people are not going to appreciate what I'm saying right now, but there is gold in what I'm saying right now if you will listen. So what I would say is get in a virtual closing which is a type of sales without you having to sell. And the, the, the magic, if you will, is inbound leads. Getting inbound leads flowing in your life. Imagine like this. Let's say you're a doctor. We don't see the doctor as a sales guy, right? Well, he really is a sales guy. Um, but let's say he's in the emergency room. And this guy named Jim walks into the emergency room. And he's here to see the doctor. And his leg's missing. And Jim says, doctor doctor 
I'm hurting. And the doc says, what's wrong with you, Jim? He says, my leg is missing. A dog bit it off. What should I do? And the doctor says, well, we can sew you on a new one. No problem, sir. What is Jim's next response going to be? He's in so much pain. He needs help. Does he say, oh, thank you, doctor, for telling me that. Um, but after seeing this quote, I think I'm going to shop around. I'm going to drive around for the next month or so. And I will let you know if I'm going to take action or not. And I will have to speak to my wife about this as well if we should put on my um, leg because we are thinking about going to Disney World and, you know, Mickey Mouse is very important. And don't forget, we need a new a new couch right now. We've been talking about that last few months. And um, we will see, we will, we, we will decide, if you will, if we're going to go down this route or not. So I need to shop around, need to sleep on it, need to think about it, need to, you know, um, yeah, I need to do all these things, which secretly means that I'm not going to use you because I just don't, I don't know if I want to take action or not, and that kind of thing, right? You think Jim's going to say that? Or Jim's going to be like, okay, doc, sign me up. Like, just get this fixed. I'm so much, I'm in so much what? I'm in so much pain. And it goes back to the 80s and the 90s when they used to say the famous saying, no pain, no game. See, the man told a doctor his pain because he trusts the doctor. Maybe it's the only hospital in town. But he trusts the doctor. And whatever the doc says. How many people walk into a hospital and don't even ask what the thing costs? Literally, there's million dollar cases right now. People dealing with cancer, which is awful. And they don't even ask what it costs when it goes in there. I don't know, you throw in insurance and all that. But this does affect this person. And they are responsible for this bill. For millions for one person and they don't ask the price why pain more pain more gain no pain no gain and that's why if you can find a marketing genius company who can provide you leads that are on fire in pain and you can talk to them your life changes so the key of getting those leads is inbound leads like jim is having a marketing genius to deliver it to you this is way simpler than starting a business and the cool thing is you can write off your taxes doing this. For example, if you could just talk to prospects without selling a thing and just convert those and just have them do the next step, like, hey, book a call. Hey, go do the next call. Do this thing without asking for money, and you can get paid more than five grand a month doing that, okay? And you can write for taxes. A lot of you, definitely for you single people, and or maybe you married people who don't have kids, you could be saving a ton of taxes, okay, that you're not. This could save you thousands. And if you gain the business mindset on what to buy and not to buy, you could say you could literally be traveling and get a huge percentage of that because you're able to write off your taxes. Some of you could be jumping on planes for free, actually, when you combine the tax incentive by the government and the IRS and you take advantage of credit cards and not pay the interest on credit cards, if you will, all right? And if you do pay the interest, um, you can write that off as well. So I know, you know, a lot of people are like super scared of interest and credit cards, and yeah, I get it. There, there's a thing there. However, there is a way, um, I'll just tell you this, companies like Apple have no problem paying 
you know, paying interest on their loans, even though they're the richest company in the world. There's a way that you can leverage. There's a way that you can leverage that. But anyway, you can write up your taxes because you leverage credit and save way, way more to fight inflation. And a good thing about all this is you don't have to quit your job at first to make this work, all right? And this is section one, understanding why most will never find freedom. Um, Now we're going to go into exactly how do you do virtual closing? How do you do Zoom automation? How do you do SMS automation? All right, this is section two in this podcast training I'm doing for you. And what is virtual closing, all right? What is SMS automation? What is Zoom automation? Well, virtual closing as an umbrella term is simply virtual sales inside of the education space online. Um, and not all of it's in the education space. Like for example, you have the niches, health, wealth, and relationships. Um, but also this can apply um, to other companies outside the education space, which the majority of companies we would be matching you with would be education space. So here are the type of roles. There's three levels to this. You have the appointment setter who's sending the DMs, the SMS. You have the second role, level two, which is the qualifier. This person's like directing traffic. They're sending, the, they're sending the traffic to the right direction. So you could be doing level two. This is where you do 10-minute Zoom calls and sell nothing. And then level three is the famous closer role where you would actually be finalizing the deal. Now, this is where you would do sales. Like you would be actually closing deals as the third level. I recommend people do the first two levels before quitting their job, okay? Now, as these three levels, um, the first level, you'd be simply sending out messages uh, you'd be sending these out. You could be at the park. You could be at your home. You could be traveling, whatever. And you could have your partner driving you down the road and you're sending out messages and that would count. You just have to get that volume out, right? And you'd have to hit KPI. Then you got the second level qualifier is where you take 10-minute Zoom calls and you'd probably take, you know, 20 of those um, a day, 10 to 20 of those, depending on your schedule, um, depending if you're part-time, full-time. And then the closer role is the lowest volume, of people you'll be talking to per day because you'll be going deeper uh, with those people. Now, how is the traffic generated though for these three levels? Well, you're being matched up with a brand that provides amazing, amazing results for people and they're putting you in the process because they already have people like you on their team. They're just adding one more. And how the traffic is generated is in many ways. For example, they could be like really good on YouTube ads. And let's say they're health and they help people lose weight, gain muscle. Uh, They could be running YouTube ad to a video and that video could be like, hey, book a call below and let's get started. And you could be taking those 10-minute calls and qualifying that person even though though they may have already filled out a form. Or you could be in relationships where you're talking to people who are going through a divorce and they need help um, to avoid the divorce or deal with the effects after the divorce. You could be talking to people like that and just really making impact on these people and encouraging them giving them words that they can live by to get them through this. You may be saving lives. I mean, if you're helping people lose weight or save marriages or whatever, you could literally be making a social impact on the country. And that sounds big deal, right? I mean, but literally just getting an encouraging word, a smiling face, that it can really go a long way. So traffic is generated by ads. It's generated by organic. Like, for example, they may be really, they may have 400,000 people on their Instagram and they get tons of traffic. They're just really good. They're traffic masters, or we call them marketing geniuses. And how the infrastructure looks overall um, in this situation 
is that, you know, they have an ad, they push it to a video, or they have an ad and they push it to a book deal. Let's say the book's $5, the leads come to your CRM, you could give them a ring. Um, but they bought a thing, and when you say, hey, I'm with Tony Robbins, and you just bought a book, they go, oh, yeah, yeah, I just bought a book. Okay, cool, I saw you bought the book on business, so I'm assuming you have a business. Yes, I do. How's that going? And then you just take that conversation and get in the book a call to do the next thing, whatever that needs to be done. Okay, so how do people find freedom with this model? The fact is, is you do one thing. One thing. You don't have to worry about ads, product creation, funnels, making clients happy, hiring people. You don't have to do all this. It's already being done for you. And it's just a lower stress level. And people think that they have to do all these things to quit their job when literally most people could just make five to 10 grand a month doing one thing without selling anything and save on taxes and just do that. Like, just get good at that. And you're building a skill that one day you can do in your big business one day. But I would suggest not quitting your job at first. I would recommend not risking the farm to do this thing. I recommend surpassing your income first. And then once you've done that, you mastered that, Get out of your job maybe that you really hate. Get out of it. Now you're home. Now you can just go uptown and eat if you want to. Now you're in full control. No more PTO. No more cold calling crazy people. No more all the politics. And this person doesn't like you just because you look like their ex or something weird like that. And you're, you know, you are in control. You in control of your retirement. You're in control of, you know, your, your 401k, your Roth accounts and all of that. All right. You're in control where your two feet are. And maybe you think it's dumb. Like they keep making you come to work and you're like, I can easily do this at home. And they go, well, no, you can't. You need to come into work because it is a control thing. They want stability for their dreams, their company. And I'm so thankful that we have that in this country. I do not think 100% of the world should be working virtual. We do need people in these buildings. But maybe you've paid your dues. Maybe you've put in your time. It's, it's, it's time for the next generation, all right, to do their thing. I think people need to at least put a year to five years in the system, okay? Um, and then some people never have to. Great for them. They learned how to do it early because someone showed them how. Um, so I'm thankful we need people in buildings. But if... You don't have to. Why do you? Okay. And that's the thing. Most people are not going to venture out. Most people are not going to stick with one thing. And most people just need that check coming in. And they're just not going to, you know, they're not going to risk it for the biscuit, as they say in Georgia. So, um, yeah. So why does this beat most side hustles? And we're about to go into section three here. <laughs> I've got, I think, over 10 sections here. So this is going to be great. So why does this beat most side hustles? It's because... Affiliate marketing. Guess what you got to do? Marketing. Multi-level marketing. Guess what you got to do? Marketing. Uh, if you got freelancing, guess what you got to do? Marketing. If you if you have a product that you think can save the world, you still got to sell it. You still got to market it. You still got to figure out ads. You still got to take content. You still got to get it out there. You got to fight algorithms. Then you got to make the people happy. Then you need to hire a team. And the team, they want a vacation every single day or whatever. You got to juggle and deal with this. And this is why most people lose their marriage trying to make this work. The thing they was hoping would build their marriage and it, it many times destroys their marriage because they do it wrong. Because they're trying to do all of it at one time. 
And that's why I say skip. Like, don't do all that. Let someone else master that who already has it down and figured it out and then just join forces. Be like a shark on Shark Tank. Get 5% Tim's another company in exchange of your new skill at virtual closing because you have the sales ability, even though you may not have to sell. And this is why this beats most side hustles. And that is section two. And we're going into section three on how to make VC virtual closing work with a job going into that here. All right, guys. So we are in section three right now um, of the podcast on the thesis and the training on how to do virtual closing. And we're talking about how to make VC work with a job. Now, my audio may sound a little bit clearer than it did on my phone because I'm in my office right now. My phone was dying. So maybe this would be even better experience for it. So section three, how to make this work with a job? Because most people come to me and they have a job. Luke, I have an income. They say, I can't just quit cold turkey. Got it. So here's how we make this work. So what you want to do is try to get four to six hours a day carved out or work part-time. If you can get in that sweet spot of 20 to 30 hours a week, then this is really going to help. And I know you got side gigs saying, hey, you can just invest four hours a week and your life will be changed. And then you got Elon Musk saying, hey, you need to invest. You know, he's talking about investing 80 hours a week or something like that. And you got the billionaires saying this and you have the Instagram people saying something completely different. I've listened to those um, who, uh, who are doing it. So and they you're not saying you have to work 80 hours a week. He, I mean, he's trying to be the richest man in the world, which he is. Um, maybe you just want to come home, make 5K plus a month. I would, you know, I would try to get in a week. I'm just being realistic with you. I could say, hey, yeah, do four hours a week. And then you're like, oh, I'm in, let's go. But it's just not to be realistic. You need to be able to invest at least 20 hours a week. Um, how to make this work, work with a job. You want to get good at budgeting dollars because you're possibly getting ready to quit your job. Like maybe... You're like most people and you hate your job, like you want to get out or maybe you don't hate your job, but you hate the politics of that job. Or maybe you hate what you do, or maybe you're tired of driving so far in order. And you're talking, you're listening to someone who's done this to go from a job to not working a job and going solo is you want to get good at budgeting dollars. For example, you want to get good at credit. You want to try to raise your credit score. Um, so that way you're not paying extra for things and interest when you don't have to, because those who have lower scores pay more all around and they need they don't need to be paying more in their situation so get good at budgeting dollars get good at managing you know your spreadsheets your numbers your income uh your, your what you're spending money on and just really become an investor in your life um and then how to make this work with a job finding a marketing genius to do all the extra load for you which i mentioned in section two uh build a network of companies so for example um, if you're doing this on your own and you don't have someone like us helping you, what you want to do is open a spreadsheet and start putting on that spreadsheet marketing genius companies that you would love to work for. You can start with Tony Robbins. You can start with, um, you know, Grant Cardone. You can start with people like maybe someone on the Shark Tank or uh, maybe, you know, a good fitness coach out there and they're crushing it. Or maybe it's a real estate coach and they're flipping stuff. Um, you want to build a network of companies and you want to add to the spreadsheet every day. Um, internally in my team, because I have eight people on my team right now. Um, I actually have a little more than that now. It's over 10. So, yes, it's, yeah, it's more than that. So, you want a spreadsheet being built. And we have this master sheet built inside of our company. And we've gotten so good at this now to where we're able to 
you know, send our people. Um, well, we go through 20 to 40 companies a day. And for my, my students who join us, we actually do this thing to where we'll go through 400 companies and they'll only see 40 just because we want the premium. We want the top companies working with our students. Um, and then once you do this, once you build up the spreadsheet, then you want to start emailing them. You want to start if they text you because they have texting lists now, you can text them back. Hey, are you looking for X, Y, Z? Um, you want to Instagram them. You want to go through this. And we do this and we have got this down to a science. Um, but you want to build that network and you want to outreach to them. And then once you've done this, let's say you've made your 400 outreach, 400 people outreach, you, you've hit all 400. You got 40 that really are responding to you, but are also really good. And then want, then you want three to four companies telling you yes. Like, hey, I'm in. We want to use you. And then you want to select the right offer. Now, how do you select the right offer? Um, you want the best marketing genius like there's marketing geniuses but you have even levels in that you want it to be a service and a product you believe in you don't hate uh what fit what you know you want to be a fit on their team like you want to feel like these are my people are they getting students great results are this a run by night company or do they really want to get people good results um you want to select the right offer among the four people told you yes and then pull the trigger on the right one and then once you go all in, get this on paper. They need to have a contract for you. Here's what you're going to make. Some offer a W-2 deal to where you just get paid flat. Of, you know, you get, you, you say it's a 50 grand deal for the year and maybe a little bonus on top and you can work virtual. Or maybe it's a 1099 status where you can actually write off your taxes and it say it's a, a, a base and then a commission structure or maybe it's just all commission. And some people get scared of the all commission, like Luke, I don't know. I don't know if I can do just a commission. And there's companies who offer a base, so you don't have to worry about that. But guys, think about it. Elon Musk is 100% commission, if you think about it. He pays himself commission. It's called profit. It's getting paid on performance. Um, and I know it's this idea when you are a W-2 employee and you get that check hitting your account every two weeks, you're paying for that convenience though, okay? But no worries, you can still get a 1099 status to where you are an entrepreneur, you ride for taxes and you can travel. There's a base plus commission, but I'd be open-minded um, to both of those, okay? And that is section three on how to make this work um, with a job. And here's a schedule um, in your mind that you can work out. For example, let's say you go to work at, let's say nine, you could put in, let's say, 7 to 8.30 into messages if you're doing that. And let's say you get back at like 6. You could then from 7 to 11 work. You could do that. Or some of you guys get to work really early. Like you get in at 5 or 6 in the morning. You get back at what, like 1 or 2? Then you have 2 to 10, right, that you can really crush it. And also, you could go all in heavy on weekends and you could be working on weekends as well. And that's what your schedule can look like. And at first, it's going to be tough. Like at first, it's going to be like, wow, this is a lot. But you're going through a lot, right? What's a little more so that eventually you can relieve the stress and get out of that job that you hate? And that is section three. Moving on to section four. All right. So we're going to do section four 
on level one, level two, level three, level one being what is appointment setting, level two, what is a qualifier, what is a triager, and then level three, what is the famous closer role known as level three. I'm going to crunch these into one section here. So appointment setting is basically terms as SDR, we call them the DM guy or your BDR, uh, which basically means that you reach out to people who have not booked appointment yet. Like you, you're booking people who want an appointment or they don't know they want an appointment, you know? And what the numbers look like on this, appointment setting is high volume. So you're going to have to like reach out to more than 100 people a day. And some want 100, some want 200, some want 300, obviously based on your time. Um, you're going to have to figure out what works for you. If you're part-time, you won't be able to do 300 more than likely a day. Um, now, I have heard of high school kids hitting 100 people a day while working, I mean, while doing school. So it's possible, but you know, you got you got to hustle. So what the numbers look like, at least 100 contacts a day, which is doable if it's like messaging. Let's say if you're investing like 30 seconds a message, that's definitely doable. The pros of appointment setting, it doesn't require your face. The pros of it is that it's inbound. The pros of it, there's no emotional, you know, exchange. If someone doesn't like what you're saying, it just not as doesn't hit hard. Like let's say cold calling or cold door knocking. It's like okay, next, and you just delete the content, you move on. It's not as emotional exchange there. The downside of appointment setting is that um, you're on the front side of the funnel, so you do hear a lot of excuses. But hey, that's just part of the game. You don't have to show your face. Uh, the con of it is the volume as well. So if you don't want to talk to 100 people and you want to talk to less, then maybe you want to try level two. Um, but it's, there's not as much emotional exchange here. You know, when, as you go up the levels, there's more of emotional exchange, which is why you get paid even more and more. Um, and what do appointment setters make? You can make three to six to an appointment setting. And there's people who claim to do more. Majority is going to be in that range as level one appointment setter. You know, so level two as a qualifier and triager, um, the role here is just to take on the appointments that have been booked by level one. And you're the face, you're on Zoom. So downside is you have to be wearing clothes, okay? And a lot of people, that's the downside of people, um, right? You have to be, you know, people are, people are seeing you. Uh, your hair has to look nice. You know, you have to brush your teeth. Um, which hopefully we're doing all those things anyway, including wearing clothes. But, you know, I get some people say that as an inconvenience. Uh, but, hey, you got to work. You got to wear a suit or you got to wear a tie or depending on what your role is, um, whatever that is. So the upside is on this is that it's 10-minute calls. Your volume is way lower than level one. So you may, instead of talking to 100, you may talk to 20. But you spent more time per person. Um, you know, level one is more of an analytical mind thing, Um you know, not as much emotional exchange where level two is more emotional exchange. You have to see your face. Now they have to feel the personality of you and the brand. And you could talk to 10 people today. You could talk to 20 people. And then at the highest talking to 30 people. Now, I just want to say that you may get 30 appointments on your calendar, but 15 may show up. So you're not more than likely you're not actually talking to 30 people. Um, the cons of the of the level two is a qualifier and triager. Um, once again, more of emotional exchange. Um, you know, if you don't want to see people, if you're, cause some people are scared to see people on the internet or them scare them, they're going to steal their face or something with AI. I don't know. There's some weird rumors and theories. Um, I'm not really afraid of any of that. Um, because you probably do zoom calls at work, right? Or your pictures on the internet. So just, that's just really up to you. There's just really no problem here. Um, but some people just have, you know, fears. 
and then that's what the numbers look like now it's easier to make four to six and you're you're now you're midway of the funnel now you know people have already been through a they, they've been through a um the appointment setter maybe they've watched, they've watched some videos they've done some homework now they're talking to you so they're a little more invested they're gonna be a little more nicer um, when they get to you level three is level uh sorry level three is what we call the famous closer role and this is the least volume you're going to be doing um you could literally be talking to five people today with this however however um it's going to be of a deeper emotional connection all five all four cylinders or five cylinders whatever is going to be firing in your brain um and you know there is it is labor on level three um because most of the time level three is commission only usually and you're like a hungry dog right you you want to close this deal but at the same time gain the person's trust and work with the excuses that you may hear now if you are with a marketing genius and they have this process down um you can talk to four people and close a deal right depending on how big the deal is and one reason I do like level three as well is that it's not like real estate. You close a deal and you go away 90 to 120 days for your money. You could get paid that weekend. And the reason I like, you know, level three, there's a lot of people doing closing, but they're on level one in the marketing. So, for example, there are people trying to close. So I'll give an example like solar. You could be knocking on the door, knock, knock, knock. They go, hello, do you want solar? Door is slamming your face. So as a closer, you talk to people who are already three levels invested with their time and emotions. Where most people are knocking on doors, no relationship. Hey, do you want solar? Bam, door slamming your face because there's no relationship there. Whereas in a marketing genius company, infrastructure, there's relationship. They know the brand. They have respect for the person that you're working with, the face of the company. So it's not going to be like, for example, and when, when I say sales, people confuse it with like solar or selling vacuums going down the street. Hey, do you want to buy a vacuum? Remember the 90s? That was big. Um, and I still heard of that even in the 2000s where people were literally trying to get grandma to buy a vacuum. Um, and it'd be like three or $400. So, or this whole multi-level marketing deal where they're trying to sell $80 coffee a month. Coffee for $80 a month, and it tastes like like dirt water. And I'm not, people think I hate MLM. I don't. I just hate what it does to people, and the products are usually not that amazing. So the con side of level three is that you're going to have to do a deep emotional level. The upside is you can get paid a lot of money. Like Getting to 10K is going to be easier at level three than level one and two. However, most people don't need to make 10K to come home. A lot of people could come home at five if their nest egg is built up, and we'll talk about that in just a moment. Um, now, why do most do not get hired as virtual closers? Because they haven't done level one and two, and the brand knows that. They would like for you to do level one and two um, before you get to level three. Now, can you get on as a level three without doing level one and two? Yes. We've seen people do that. And that can be done because of your knowledge. So if let's say, let's say that your dad was a real estate agent, and you have 20 years in real estate because your dad was in real estate and you tell them in the in your loom video and application hey i've got 20 years of real estate knowledge and i'm going to know more about real estate than all the people on your team more than likely and you and you tell them that and they feel that um that's how you could trump a guy 
who have sold a million dollars, but maybe he has no real estate you know, knowledge. And maybe your personality is better. And it just fits with the culture where you have the guy who closed a million and he's arrogant and they know that. And he knows that. Um, there are ways to get level three. And you know, I, I've got people, and I've got proof of this, I've got people who've closed deals their first day and never was a virtual closer in their life. That exists. It's because of personality and they fit the culture. Um, so that's the thing too. So that is level that that is section four five and six combined into this one section and we're going to be moving on to the next section seven here on how to get hired under 45 days going to go some numbers there this is exciting y'all i am going in depth in this podcast and um good stuff all right time for section seven of our training that we got together here with you all right so it's called how to get hired under 45 days. And I'm just going to give the secrets right here on how to get hired under 45 days. First of all, become an application king. When working with people, I find the thing they struggle with um, is filling out applications. Now, and the reason this is hard doing this is, first of all, most people have to go, first of all, find the companies. They have to build the database of companies. Then they got to figure out who's legit and come find out most of these people are not marketing geniuses. So you got to go through all this. And then the next step is becoming the application king, which means you're filling out three to four applications a day. And this process includes filling forms, making loom videos and setting up invites. That's part of the process of being an application king. So what we do is we save 90% of your time. Like for example, if you work with us, and we really focus on the golden applications. And then from there, the challenge would be filling out applications and doing that faster. And I'm experimenting here at the LG Labs here, building tools to help you do this. Uh, but with this process, as is right now, we find with us, you know, if you know you guys decide to work with someone like us, which we're really the only ones doing this like this, we have found that you can get hired as soon as 15 days like for example let's say you joined on today within 15 days it's very possible to be hired uh but that's the earliest usually and then 15 days to 35 days is like the most it should take um for whatever reasons and usually it's because of low volume like if a person's not going all the way in it may take them longer than that um so you want to become an application king. Uh, the next thing I'll do is build that spreadsheets, take meetings every day. When you jump on the Zoom calls with these companies, look good, have your hair looking good. I mean, make sure you. I mean, make sure the background. Don't show up in a tank top in bed and going, you know, yo, bro, what's up? Here I am. I mean, you want to be eyes open, pen paper, showing up, excited, but not crazy, but you know, excited. And um, you want to have your best. You want to have your best stats on your side. You want to let them know why you will be the man for the job. If it's real estate, say, "Hey, my family's been in real estate twenty years. I'm going to have more knowledge than anyone. Um, I have sales experience as well. If you don't have sales experience directly in this, you can say something like, "Well, I don't have digital sales experience, but I have sold over X amount of cars, or I have, you know, I've been doing customer service. I've been cold calling." for you know five years and i absolutely love it right it's just something and you got to be honest and real okay with this and you want to get 
you, you, and your numbers are probably, you, you're going to probably, for you, without us, you're probably going to have to go through 100 to get that one company that says yes to, that says yes to you and legit. With us, though, we 4X that. We'll go through 400, present you 40, and you'll have three to four like really good offers that are marketing geniuses and produces great results for your clients, which is important. Um, how do you identify a marketing genius, by the way, is are they running a ton of ads? Um, is their stuff good? Is their copy good? Um, look at their website. How many followers do they have on Instagram, Facebook? It, are they, you know, do they have, do they have a podcast? That doesn't make a market genius if they don't have a podcast, but look like, are they convincing? Do they have the numbers? They're, do their posts have engagement? Or for example, when you talk to them, they say, yeah, we spent a hundred grand a month in ads. Okay. Then you're doing something right. Because there's people who have no profiles hardly, but they're spending a hundred grand a month and they're just really good on the back end. And that's fine. There's people you don't even know exist, but those people are harder to find though. Right. Cause they don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, they don't have a profile with a hundred thousand followers, 300,000 followers. So the way you get hired and scale up quickly is doing the spreadsheet, reading, uh, well, sorry, creating the spreadsheet, reaching out to those people, um, doing massive volume. Um, and then from there, be, having your notes together, like having your power notes together, the top three reasons they should be hiring you, you should have that set aside somewhere. And then once you are hired, you're level, like you're in. But guess what? I would still be filling out applications. I would still be talking and see if you can see now that you're in the game, like you're in the game, like you're, 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 you're rolling here. I would still be filling applications at this point and see if something better don't come by, like message them back and forth, say, Hey, here's what I'm working right now. You know, here's my numbers right here. What, and then see if someone can't beat that um, really and truly, or if the company you're with is amazing and you love them, stick with them. But you always want to have your eyes out there and see if there's something. And this is why, this is why people love working with us. Um, for example, we had a guy named Jack. He's still with us. Love the man. Um, he's, you know, I think he's upper forties. I don't know how old he is. He's, he's just so youthful at heart, and he is like a go getter, man. And when he signed up with us, he told me, "I'm going to be one of your fastest students ever." I was like, "Okay, sure." Everyone says that, and I said, "But I, I believe in him." In 15 days, he was hired. Okay. He had four people tell him yes. He told two of them no. He got hired by the two, and out of the two, he found the one that he really loves, and he's making a huge impact today on people, on marriages, right? He's in the marriage industry, um, and he's helping a lot of people there. Um, his OTE salary was like 9 to 14K a month. Um, we got um, another person named Ben. He wanted to be more virtual um, with Ben. He was hired in his first month. He was making money, but it wasn't a lot. It was like two to 3,000. And we did our call together and feedback. that like, man, this is only two to three. And he was happy for his first month because your first month can be like two to four. But I always want more. I always want more, you know. And then after we had that call, it was like a week later after we had that call. He Now, now he's doing like two to $3,000 a week now. Um, which which makes me feel much better because that's definitely more impressive. That's more doable. And he travels. He try. He, I don't even know where his home's at. Like he travels across the country doing what I'm telling you right now. Um, and he and he's excited. Um, so that's how you level up. 
is by going all in. And the reason people join us is because we have a training people can go through. But, you know, people can put a training together and call it whatever. The real deal, the real formula for our company is that we have the companies and we can help you go through the trash companies out there. Like we can just completely save your time there. And then the challenge for you is just filling out three or four applications a day. And if you can do that like a madman and treat that like your job, you can absolutely crush it. So that is section seven. And the next one will go into how to quit your job, scale up, grow, and find freedom. This is going to be an exciting one. And we got a few sections left. Guys, I told you I wasn't going to hold back. I want to give you the full plan, the full outline, training on how to do this and bring you as much value as I can. All right, section eight, how to quit your job, scale up, grow, and find freedom. So here's some tips, you know, with with getting freedom. You're working a job, let's say right now, and it's a job you absolutely hate, and you want to get out of the matrix. You want to be full control. Like who wouldn't want that, right? But the thing is, you're used to this drip of dopamine every two weeks. You get a check. You're like, oh, better, better. And you live, or most people live, payday to payday. Um, let's say most people's scores are trash today. Um, they're fighting inflation. They hardly have any money put together, saved up. Um, I think they say, what, 50% of the population don't even have a 1000 bucks in their accounts, which is scary. Absolutely scary. Um, forbid, Lord forbid, that we get a power outage for a week or two. What in the world? Like, how the people get through that, right? Um, so I remember when I quit my job as the bug man. And that day I quit my job. I remember holding the steering wheel and I was holding it really tight. And I was like, why am I holding this steering wheel so tight? And I was shaking. I could literally see my hands shake. And... It was interesting watching me because it really wasn't that nerve wracking. I was making three times my salary at home part time compared to my job. I was working full time. I was making even way more than my manager who had been there for 10 years and was like twice my age. He had a degree, all this stuff. I was a college dropout and I was still beating this man at like 24 years old. And he was like 55. His age is still a mystery to me to this day. But I think he was like, he had to be 55. I mean, his kids were like grown, older than me at the time, which are technically still older than me now. But I'm saying at the time, it was like in their upper 20s. And now, you know, I was like, this is strange. Like, and I'm so nervous. So it doesn't matter if you're making 5K at home and then you're making, I said, no, let's say you're making 6K at home and you're making 5K at the job. You're still going to be nervous when you quit your job, or at least I was. I just took it serious because I had a kid. Um, I had two kids, and I had a third one on the way. In fact, just to tell you how fast things happened, I had a house going up, a brand-new house. Um, I quit my job, and a week later, I had my baby. We went to Atlanta, Georgia, to go look at the aquarium the week before, and that next week, I had a baby. Technically, my wife did, but it was our baby. My smiley baby. He was very content, still very content. And that was five years ago. And the way I know how old he is, or the way I know how old my business um, exit anniversary for my job is, 
and been completely solo. As, uh, however old he is, is a week on top. So if he's five, I've been at my business full time on my own a week in five years. Here's what I suggest to do that smoothly to build up eight months of a nest egg. If you can, now if you absolutely hate your job and you cannot do it and you have no family to worry about, quit whenever. But if you have a family, you have several kids, a wife, it's going to take a little more money to float this. I recommend building eight months of a nest egg. So if your living expenses is 3K a month, I mean, I would do eight times three. Um, and what is that, 24, right? I believe it's 24. Yeah, 24 grand in the bank is what I'd have. And that's still a little low today, but that's more than most people. And you want to make sure you are past your current salary and possibly by a lot. And make sure your numbers are dialed in. Make sure you're confident. And if you're married, make sure your spouse is on board with this. And then when you've had enough and you cannot take a minute more, I mean, you can, I would go as long as you can and then quit your job and then double up. Add another company if you want. Increase your conversions and go live freedom. And that's section eight. Um, that's what I would, that's how I, that's how I'd quit my job. That's how I'd scale up, grow, find freedom. And I'd be plugging the podcast. I would be reading the books. I would be keeping up with my numbers. I would be, I would have a spreadsheet of my financials. Um, I'd keep on top of that. I would kill any, any, um, wasted money out. Um, there's none of this buying $10 coffees when I can make it for 50 cent stuff. Um, there's no buying hundred dollar steaks when I can cook it for eight dollars. Um, is it not? I mean, is is it okay to go out? Sure, but for people who barely have a grand in their account and going to buy hundred dollar steaks, you are crazy. I'm just saying that with love. You're cr- absolutely crazy. And for my people listening who are making let's say four k months and they're driving uh, a sixty thousand dollar vehicle, that's that's just I'm going to be nice. I can. That's crazy. What are we what are we doing? That's bad math. That's not good math at all. I'm not I'm not here to go Dave Ramsey on you, but that is not good math. And I'm not all not on the Dave Ramsey train, but I am on the math train. And if you're driving a sixty thousand dollar vehicle and you're making forty, you're upside down. Because you got a mortgage on top of that. And that's absolutely insanity in my mind. And we got to change things like that because you ask yourself, do I want a nice car going to a job or do I want to be home and free? See, I valued being home, working virtual, saving money, doing my thing, building solutions for the world. I valued that more than a Camaro or a Lamborghini. I technically, with my numbers, I could get a Lamborghini. Don't want one. I think it's dumb. Absolutely dumb. I don't think a man, a man shouldn't even think about having a Lamborghini until he's worth, you know, I don't know, 20 million or whatever crazy. Like, I don't understand the point of a Lamborghini when technically you can't even drive it down most roads. I mean, I'm from South Georgia for crying out loud. If you can't hear it in my accent, y'all, I mean, the force is strong with me with the Southern. You know, we driving a Lamborghini down a dirt road like that thing be all busted up. No, thank you. No, thank you. A hundred percent. No. And when you've got six people in your family anyway, we ain't cramping up in no Lamborghini. Right. I'm just I'm not 21 anymore. Um, I'm in my 30s. Four kids and one's talking about being a teenager. And she's not even close to being a teenager, but she she's talking in a few years. She'll be a teenager. And it's just no, 
I'm good on that one. So maybe when I'm 40 something, I don't know when my kids are out, who knows? So make sure your numbers are dialed in, quit your job, go live freedom. And that is section eight of this. Um, now, if you want that, we, I've got a section nine, um, but here's what I'm going to do. I'm actually going to do, yes, we got two more sections to go. I know this has been loaded y'all, but this is, um, eight sections I've done so far. Let's go do two more and that will be complete for the podcast. So let's go to the next section. Section nine, save on taxes and increase your nest egg. Very important. I want to help you set that up here. So you want to set up your business correctly. And um, the way we do this is you, you want to get connections with a good CPA. You can do this online. You can do this locally. Um, and a CPA, you can pay three to $500 a year for that one. Or if you're real good with your numbers, you can do it on your own. The reason I like a CPA is I can keep you out of jail, which I've never been even close to doing. But it's good to have that safety because I hear jail is not fun. Not fun at all. So for some people anyway, it would be for me. So I would set up the business correctly, come out with a name for your business. Um, so that way you can give it to your CPA. If you want to create an LLC, I think, you know, putting that together is probably a few hundred dollars. It's been a while since I've done it, but it's a few hundred. Um, to get it set up, you could go to your, um, to the government website to fill out LLCs. It's one of those .govs. You can have that filled out. They'll have it to you, and you can have your own LLC if you want to you know, protect your assets, which at this point may not be a lot. And so at this point, you could just be a sole proprietor and just register your business in your local city, and I think those are like under $100, $50, whatever, get that set up, which technically you don't need any of that. I would go pretty lean if I was you. Um, some of these small towns, they don't care. Some of these small towns, you can't even create a business license. Um, I know in my local city, they just, it was only for liquor license and something else. I had to go to another town over just to register, just because companies asked for it. What is your registration? And I didn't even have it. And I was only six figures a year. Didn't even have a proper registration, knocking out six figures a year. Never had a problem though. That's why CPA is good. They can help you with your minimums. And you want, so the next step is you want to write off everyday items that make sense. So you want to get a mind for writing off taxes. There's some listening right now spending thousands of dollars sending it to Uncle Sam and he's putting hamsters on treadmills for no reason at all. And basically they're blowing our money, laughing about it, and they're just printing more, which printing money is theft. And that's what they're doing with inflation. This this is this is craziness. And pretty much this is given this is given then this is a lot of this is because of the plague that came through in twenty twenty which was a plague on the world and the world will all, this will always be a battle scar, but inflation because of that. And they're printing money just because they can That's Congress for you. So to fight that I'd write off everyday items. I'd read up on it. I'd go through a training. We offer trainings on how to write off everyday items and things like electronics and computers and phones, um, trips, hotels and Airbnbs and airplanes and restaurants and clothes. And sometimes you can write off vehicles and gas mileage and office and phone bills. These are all things. And you want to create a tax plan. Um, so that way, when December comes, you got a good idea what you'll be paying by April. That's when the taxes go out. And if you, once you make enough, you're probably going to have to pay taxes on quarterly unless, you know, you play that tax game correctly. And once you get big enough, you can get into the real estate game. Um, but, you know, 
I don't know. I don't know, but I'm not a real estate guy. I'm not a big real estate guy. I'm a digital real estate guy, but I wouldn't be the guy for that one because I'm just good at one thing. And I just try to master that one thing until it's just more than I can handle. And I'm um, still going good. 10, 10 people strong on my team. So, um, and I would transition from a W2 to 1099. If you are a W2 right now and you do not have a 1099 status added to you, which makes you a subcontractor, you're blowing a lot of tax money. Definitely if you're single, definitely if you have no kids, you got a lot of money going out the door in taxes. And that can save by being a 1099 as a subcontractor. And even if you made no money at virtual closing, you could save a lot of money on things that you're buying, laptops, computers, and all this stuff. But you got to make sure you tie it back in. Now, you want to make money as a virtual closer. You don't want to go through all this and not make money. But I'm just saying the worst case is you're still saving a ton of money, thousands. Um, then you want to have a budget plan and decrease unnecessary spending. Um, so here's what I would recommend. Figure out, first of all, on a spreadsheet, what are you putting out every single month? I like uh, Rocket Money for this. Rocket Money can put everything on one spreadsheet. Your credit cards, your bank accounts on one spreadsheet, and you can figure out your, your, your profits, um, your spending, where it's going, and figure out where you're at, how much you're saving up. Most people are not saving much of anything at all. You want to figure out your credit score. You want to track this. And most people in the hustle and the bustle and the craziness, they, have, they, they don't have time to track their numbers. Um, and I think that... Our, I think our culture does this on purpose in the business world because they, your company doesn't want to see, doesn't want you to know how bad you're doing, and they don't want you to escape because that's an employee that they don't have. That's why we call it the matrix. Um, so I would create a budget plan. What are you spending? What are you making? How do we reverse that? How do we get our spending way below our income, and how do we get our income way above our spending? So most right now, do you know what you're spending right now? Probably not. Um, and I, and it, to me, it's fun. Uh, to me, it's fun. And you don't want to be so tight that you're not living. But guys, I mean, a $100 steak, when you can make one for 8 bucks, eight an $8 steak and some tutorials on how to make a good steak, that's part of being a man, in my opinion. Now, going to go buy a $100 steak, okay, that's one thing. But if you're trying to get out of the matrix, what's going to hurt you and put you back is buying $100 steaks, $10 coffees you know, doing the drinks at, with the boys, those things, going to the games like crazy instead of focusing and and all these extra things, all these apps we're playing and games and TikTok and Netflix and all this time vampire stuff is pulling us away. And you got to ask yourself, do I want Netflix? Do I want TikTok time? Do I want to do another round of drinks or do I want freedom? You got to ask yourself what's 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 worse your job or not getting Netflix time or not getting my $10 coffee time. Because guys, let me tell you what's absolutely beautiful is when your spouse puts a drink together for you, like a coffee and it's nice and hot, just the way you like it. She brings it to your table. You don't even ask. And she says, here you go. And someone makes this in love for you. You didn't have to go through a drive through. You didn't have to fight the city traffic. You get out of bed, you do your morning thing. Like I like to, Work out in the mornings. I like to do Bible and pray, get my mind cleared, go to work, drink some water, and then I'll have a coffee delivered me straight from the hands of someone that I love. Let me tell you something. Starbucks cannot touch that. They can keep the little cups I got there. Um, that's just how I am. Starbucks can't touch coffee. And I know it's a billion-dollar empire, but coffee made with love and mix that with some freedom, I'll take that all day long not saying that starbucks keeps people from freedom but is it is the principle 
of the matter. It is the principle. Okay. You know, the majority buyers at Starbucks do not live freedom. They, that, that, that Starbucks is their joy. It is their 10 minute joy. It's their five, 10 minute blast in a cup. And when it's over, it's over and they have to keep coming back. Um, I'm not anti coffee through a drive through, but I'm anti stupid. And I will say this, if you're li- all these things count, and I know there's a debate about the coffee. Does the coffee hold you back? No, it's not the coffee. It's not the $5, $10 coffee. It's not the $100 steak. It's the principle. Why would you do a $100 steak when you can do it for eight? Why would you do $10 coffee when you can literally do it for 20 cents? And it's not that much better because if you're doing this here, you're doing it in the bigger side of things. You are putting 70 grand into a vehicle on credit at crazy interest rates when you could literally go pay one or get one at a much lower. That's why, I mean, because I us say that was a $600 payment on a vehicle and you could have got it for 300, but we paid the extra 200 in interest just to impress friends who don't matter anyway, because they're not going to get you freedom. And that money you could save up, put it in a 401k, invest it, invest it in books and podcasts. Think you just got to ask yourself, what do you want? And you, it, what's, what's worse? And for me, I was the bug man. Do I want to stay the bug man or do I want freedom to be home with my kids, be with them? And now my kids only go to public school. They do homeschool or get them into private school, um, like a Christian private school where it's not crazy and teaching them weird stuff. They're actually learning math and business and budget and things that matter. Not the government telling them how they should live. It's how I want them to live. And I'm protecting them from the, the crazy stuff out there. Um, and that's because freedom was more important to me than Starbucks and all these other things was like freedom and being with kids and being with her and being my family. That was more important in building solutions and not all these little things that don't matter. And that section, that section 10, that's how to save on taxes, increase your nest egg. Because as you do that, you can make way more money, save up way more money, and then you can do bigger things down the road if you do want to get real estate, if you want to, or you know, build your own brand, which I'm going to get into that. The next section on building your own brand, building your own digital assets to where passive income can actually kick in. This is a bonus. Let's get into it. Section 10, building your own brand, building passive income, the, the spicy, the buzzy stuff that people love talking about. It's their dream come true, and there is nine sections here that most people skip, and then they try to go straight into section number 10 here, building your own brand. Like, this is where people want to be. They want to be at the top of the stair flight without taking the stairs to get to it, and they trip, and they break bones, whatever. What I recommend doing is first, build up your nest egg. Make 5, 10K on the side. Quit your job. Do that for a while. Build your nest egg to what's crazy good. Your marketing in your mind and your scaling and your you know learning how to do sales. Learn all this for as long as you can until you're just plumb out bored. And then if you want to build your own brand, get ready for a challenge. Get ready for a fight because scaling your brand, now you're up against the big boys, right? And building your brand, you can do this on the side and figure out what problem in the world do you want to solve what type of people do you want to solve problems for like the problems i solve is helping people getting virtual jobs asap i build tools i build training i do free stuff i do paid stuff 
helping with the solution of working virtual because I believe if I wasn't working virtual right now, my kids would be stuck in a public school teaching them all kind of trash. My wife would be stressed out of her mind because her babies are not safe. Um, I believe my marriage would be in a, you know, would not be as strong as it is today if I had not started working virtual and being home around my kids because I believe America would be stronger if the dads and the moms were with their kids more and teaching them what fright, teaching them principles, how to be good to people, how to give, how not to lie, how to, you know, become an asset, be, you know, to be something to society and help people build and, and do things for the community. And we have, I had a family meeting today, teaching my kids, showing them, Hey, this is where you can do better. Here's where I'm proud of you. You did great at this. Here's what I want to see. How's your school doing? And I'm catching up. I'm catching up with the kids. I try to do this on a daily basis. And that's what virtual, so that's the result I bring. But building your own brand, you got to find a problem you want to solve. You got to learn branding. You got to learn team building. You got to learn marketing. And then the big thing is get people results, whether it's helping people lose weight, gain muscle, do good at real estate, save on taxes. There's so for example, if there's someone helping someone save on taxes, then why do they need you? Oh, they like my personality. I, I just don't go into all that. Like, why did for example, why did we need a car business? Like, why do we need a Tesla? Well, it can auto drive. People think that's cool. It saves lives. It's a computer on wheels. It's really pushed the technology world forward in the automobile industry. And then the big one is people believe in this whole electric car stuff. I like hybrids myself. I'm still, you know, trying to figure out what the big deal is. And I get to talk about global warming and, you know, trying to be resourceful and all this stuff. But I mean, I'm from South Georgia, y'all. Ain't nothing like a good gasoline truck. You know what I'm saying? Broom, broom. But I'm still learning. I'm still open-minded. Um, I just wish it was more car charged to these things and they last a whole lot longer. Um, I think there's downsides to both things, but that's why we have a car because it's cool. The torque in these Teslas, I've been in them. They're so fun. So there's a reason, a purpose for a Tesla and people love them. That's why their stocks do amazing. So you got to ask yourself, why do we need another company out here claiming they can do like, can you help people's marriages? Can you solve that? Can you help people lose weight faster Then how can you prove it? What What is the thing that people are needing help with that you are the best at? And that's tricky. And some people, they need to figure this out to get freedom. You don't. You could just do the first, you know, nine sections that I gave you here today and get freedom and be happy. But if you're an entrepreneur at heart, you want to own something and you want to go to battle, then build your own brand. But you're going to have to learn brand building and team building and marketing and getting people results and numbers and KPIs and growing and pushing. And you're going to have ups and downs. You're going to have hard punches. But look, if you're crazy like the rest of us, entrepreneurs, you're just going to do it anyway. But I would say get a taste of freedom. Make 5 to 10K months. Come home. Do that for a while. And if you're happy, I would say not even worry about this section here because it's a lot. It's absolutely a lot. And I don't recommend people getting into drop shipping, getting into uh, freelancing and trying to build a business from scratch when you just want to come home tomorrow. Like you just want freedom and with this, there's no promise you're going to come home tomorrow with anything, but it's a whole lot faster just get tapped into something already working than trying to build something from scratch. You know what I'm saying? It's like building a fire from scratch. It's like trying to build a pond from scratch. 
put water in it, put fish in it, wait for them to grow up, just to eat a fish when you can literally go to the lake down here and throw your reel in and get one in a few minutes. Why would you go through all that unless you just have a love for building ponds, then more power to you. And that is the section 10 on building your own brand. And if you build your own brand, you could have your own virtual closers. You could have your marketing team and you're making way more. You can do 50 to $100,000 or you could do zero. The risk is higher, but the reward is higher. And there are, there are of us doing 50, 100, 100 plus. Like there's, there is no scale. There is no, I mean, the other day we hooked up one of our virtual closers with a company doing $3.2 million a month teaching people how to build Airbnb companies. And it's a legit company in my mind. I mean, I've went through them and they're really cool guys. Really cool. The guy's good guy. $3.2 million a month teaching people how to build Airbnbs. And it's, it's just, it's amazing what you can do with the internet, but it's work, absolute work. And I would recommend living out these first nine sections I've given you here today before attempting section 10. Because when I talk about 100K months, all this weird stuff, you know, most people just think this is not real. It's out there. But you're not like, you're talking about the 1% of the world. Like you have to become the 1% before you make the 1% money. And there's a lot of trials. And I'm just saying it's a brutal fight. It's an absolute brutal fight. And the average American cannot do those things because they're not willing to live the first nine sections. But why, why, go, why not just do the easy thing, the simple thing first, quit your, drama, quit your job, quit the drama, get all that out of your life live in, in harmony and peace for a while. And if you get bored, then swing at the last section, section 10. I, I just recommend it because section 10 is hard. And some of you are going to hear this and try it anyway. I love you anyway. But this is the 10 sections here on virtual closing and the process and where this can take you. And I hope this training has been valuable. I've tried to pump you over an hour of the 10 sections of virtual closing and how to gain freedom, quit your job, scale up, travel more, save on taxes, and all the above. And I hope this has been helpful for you. This is the conclusion of my episode. And um, talk soon.